Welcome to evening prayer. Please join me in the first verse of hymn 382. Eternal Father, strong to save, whose arm upon the restless wave, who beats the mighty ocean deep, its own appointed limits keep. Oh, hear us when we cry to thee, for those in peril on the sea. The order for evening prayer daily throughout the year is found beginning on page 17 of the Book of Common Prayer. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and a contrite heart, O God, thou wilt not despise. Dearly beloved brethren, the scripture moveth us in sundry places to acknowledge and confess our manifold sins and wickedness, and that we should not dissemble nor cloak them before the face of Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, but confess them with a humble, lowly, penitent, and obedient heart, to the end that we may obtain forgiveness of the same by his infinite goodness and mercy. And although we ought at all times humbly to acknowledge our sins before God, yet ought we most chiefly so to do, when we assemble and meet together to render thanks for the great benefits that we have received at his hands, to set forth his most worthy praise, to hear his most holy word, and to ask those things which are requisite and necessary as well for the body as the soul. Wherefore I pray and beseech you, as many as are here present, to accompany me with a pure heart and humble voice under the throne of the heavenly grace, saying after me, Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and there is no help in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent. According to thy promises, declare unto mankind, in Christ Jesus our Lord, and grant a most merciful Father for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life. To the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Almighty God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who desireth not the death of a sinner, but rather that he may turn from his wickedness and live, and hath given power and commandment to his ministers to declare and pronounce to his people, being penitent, the absolution and remission of their sins. He pardoneth and absolveth all those who truly repent and unfeignedly believe his holy gospel. Wherefore, let us beseech him to grant us true repentance and his Holy Spirit that those things may please him which we do at this present, and that the rest of our life hereafter may be pure and holy, so that at the last we may come to his eternal joy, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, 
as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips, and our mouth shall shout forth thy praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. The portion of the Psalter appointed for the evening prayer of the fourteenth day begins with Psalm 73, found on page 454 of the Book of Common Prayer. We'll say the Psalms in unison. Truly God is loving unto Israel, even unto such as are of a clean heart. Nevertheless, my feet were almost gone, my treadings had well nigh slipped, and why, I was grieved at the wicked. I do also see the ungodly in such prosperity, for they are in no peril of death, but are lusty and strong. They come in no misfortune like other folk, neither are they plagued like other men. And this is the cause that they are so holden with pride, and overwhelmed with cruelty. Their eyes swell with fatness, and they do even what they lust. They corrupt others and speak of wicked blasphemy. Their talking is against the Most High. For they stretch forth their mouth under the heaven, and their tongue goeth through the world. Therefore fall the people unto them, and thereout suck they no small advantage. Tush, say they, how should God perceive it? Is their knowledge in the Most High? Lo, these are the ungodly, these prosper in the world, and these have riches in possession. And I said, Then have I cleansed my heart in vain, and washed my hands in innocency. All the day long have I been punished, and chastened every morning. Yea, and I had almost said even as they, but lo, that I should have condemned the generation of thy children. Then thought I to understand this, but it was too hard for me, until I went into the sanctuary of God. Then understood I the end of these men, namely how thou dost set them in slippery places, and castest them down and destroyest them. Oh, how suddenly do they consume, perish and come to a fearful end. Yea, even like as a dream when one awaketh, so shalt they make their image to vanish out of the city. Thus my heart was grieved, and it went even through my reins. So foolish was I and ignorant, even as it were a beast before thee. Nevertheless I am alway by thee, for thou hast holden me by my right hand. Thou shalt guide me with thy counsel, and after that receive me with glory. Whom have I in heaven but thee? And there is none upon earth that I desire in comparison of thee. My flesh and my heart faileth, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. For lo, they that forsake thee shall perish. 
Thou hast destroyed all them that commit fornication against thee. But it is good for me to hold me fast by God, to put my trust in the Lord God, and to speak of all thy works in the gates of the daughter of Sion. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O God, wherefore art thou absent from us so long? Why is thy wrath so hot against the sheep of thy pasture? O think upon thy congregation, whom thou hast purchased and redeemed of old. Think upon the tribe of thine inheritance, and Mount Zion, where thou hast dwelt. Lift up thy feet, that thou mayest utterly destroy every enemy, which hath done evil in thy sanctuary. Thine adversaries roar in the midst of thy congregations, and set up their banners for tokens. He that hewed timber afore out of thick trees was known to bring it to an excellent work. But now they break down all the carved work thereof with axes and hammers. They have set fire upon thy holy places and have defiled the dwelling place of thy name even unto the ground. Yea, they said in their hearts, Let us make havoc of them altogether. Thus have they burned up all the houses of God in the land. We see not our tokens, there is not one prophet more. No, not one is there among us that understandeth any more. O God, how long shall the adversary do this dishonor? How long shall the enemy blaspheme thy name forever? Why withdrawest thou thy hand? Why pluckest thou not thy right hand out of thy bosom to consume the enemy? For God is my king of old. The help that is done upon earth, he doeth it himself. Thou didst divide the sea through thy power. Thou breakest the heads of the dragons in the waters. Thou smotest the heads of Leviathan in pieces, and gavest him to be meat for the people of the wilderness. Thou broughtest out fountains and waters out of the hard rocks. Thou driest up mighty waters. The day is thine, and the night is thine. Thou hast prepared the light and the sun. Thou hast set all the borders of the earth. Thou hast made summer and winter. Remember this, O Lord, how the enemy hath rebuked, and how the foolish people hath blasphemed thy name. O deliver not the soul of thy turtle dove under the multitude of the enemies, and forget not the congregation of the poor forever. Look upon the covenant, for all the earth is full of darkness and cruel habitations. O oh, let not the simple go away ashamed, but let the poor and needy give praise unto thy name. Arise, O God, maintain thine own cause. Remember how the foolish man blasphemeth thee daily. Forget not the voice of thine enemies, the presumption of them that hate thee increaseth ever more and more. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 42nd chapter of the book of Ecclesiasticus, a reading from the Apocrypha. Of these things be not thou ashamed, and accept no person to sin thereby, of the law of the Most High and his covenant, and of judgment to justify the ungodly, of reckoning with thy partners and travelers, or of the gift of the heritage of friends, of exactness of balance and weights, 
or of getting much of little, and of merchants indifferent selling, of much correction of children, and to make the sign of an evil serpent to bleed. Sure keeping is good, where an evil wife is, and shut up where many hands are. Deliver all things in number and weight, and put all in writing that thou givest out or receivest in. Be not ashamed to inform the unwise and foolish, and the extreme aged that contendeth with those that are young. Thus shalt thou be truly learned and approved of all men living. The father waketh for the daughter when no man knoweth, and the care for her taketh away sleep when she is young, lest she pass away the flower of her age, and being married, lest she should be hated. In her virginity, lest he should be defiled and gotten with child in her father's house, and having an husband, lest she should misbehave herself, and when she is married, lest she should be barren. Keep a sure watch over a shameless daughter, lest she make thee a laughingstock to thine enemies, and a byword in the city, and a reproach among the people, and make thee ashamed before the multitude. Behold not every body's beauty, and sit not in the midst of women. For from garments cometh a moth, and from women wickedness. Better is the churlishness of a man than a courteous woman, a woman, I say, which bringeth shame and reproach. I will now remember the works of the Lord, and declare the things that I have seen. And the words of the Lord are his works. The sun that giveth light looketh upon all things, and the work thereof is full of the glory of the Lord. The Lord hath not given power to the saints to declare all his marvelous works, which the Almighty Lord firmly settled, that whatsoever is might be established for his glory. He seeketh out the deep and the heart, and considereth their crafty devices. For the Lord knoweth all that may be known, and he beholdeth the signs of the world. He declareth the things that are past, and for to come, and revealeth the steps of hidden things. No thought escapeth him, neither any word is hidden from him. He hath garnished the excellent works of his wisdom, and he is from everlasting to everlasting. Unto him may nothing be added, neither can he be diminished, and he hath no need of any counsellor. Oh, how desirable are all his works, and that a man may see even to a spark. All these things live and remain forever for all uses, and they are all obedient. All things are double one against another, and he hath made nothing imperfect. One thing establisheth the good of another, and who shall be filled with beholding his glory. Here endeth the first lesson. The Magnificat. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the loneliness of his handmaiden. For be all from henceforth, all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name, and his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He shall strength with his arm, 
He hath scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He remembering his mercy, hath opened his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end, O man. Here beginneth the second chapter of the first epistle of Paul the Apostle to Timothy. I exhort, therefore, that first of all, supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings and for all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior, who will have all men to be saved and to come unto the knowledge of the truth. For there is one God and one mediator between God and men, that man Christ Jesus, who gave himself a ransom for all, to be testified in due time. Whereunto I am ordained a preacher and an apostle. I speak the truth in Christ and lie not, a teacher of the Gentiles in faith and verity. I will therefore that men pray everywhere, lifting up holy hands without wrath and doubting. In like manner also, that women adorn themselves in modest apparel, with shamefacedness and sobriety, not with broided hair or gold or pearls or costly array, but which becometh women professing godliness with good works. Let the women learn in silence with all subjection, but I suffer not a woman to teach, nor to usurp authority over the man, but to be in silence. For Adam was first formed, then Eve, and Adam was not deceived, but the woman being deceived was in the transgression. Notwithstanding, she shall be saved in childbearing, if they continue in faith and charity and holiness with sobriety. This is a true saying. If a man desire the office of a bishop, he desireth a good work. A bishop then must be blameless, the husband of one wife, vigilant, sober, of good behavior, given to hospitality, apt to teach, not given to wine, now striker, not greedy of filthy lucre, but patient, not a brother, not covetous, one that ruleth well his own house, having his children in subjection with all gravity. For if a man know not how to rule his own house, how shall he take care of the church of God? Not a novice, lest being lifted up with pride he fall into the condemnation of the devil. Moreover, he must have a good report of them which are without, lest he fall into reproach and the snare of the devil. Likewise must the deacons be grave, not double-tongued, not given to much wine, not greedy of filthy lucre, holding the mystery of the faith and a pure conscience. 
and let these also first be proved. Then let them use the office of a deacon, being found blameless. Even so must their wives be grave, not slanderers, sober, faithful in all things. Let the deacons be the husbands of one wife, ruling their children in their own houses well. For they that have used the office of a deacon well purchase to themselves a good degree, and great boldness in the faith which is in Christ Jesus. These things write I unto thee, hoping to come unto thee shortly. But if I tarry long, that thou mayest know how thou oughtest to behave thyself in the house of God, which is the church of the living God, the pillar and ground of the truth. And without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifest in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen of angels, preached unto the Gentiles, believed on in the world, received up into glory. Here at the second lesson. The Nictimidus. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you, and with thy spirit. Let us pray. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us, and grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save them that rule, 
and mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. Endue thy ministers with righteousness, and make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people, and bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord, because there is none other that fighteth for us, but only Thou, O God. O God, make clean our rocks within us, and take not Thy Holy Spirit from us. The Collect for the 23rd Sunday after Trinity. O God, our refuge and strength, who art the author of all godliness, be ready, we beseech thee, to hear the devout prayers of thy church, and grant that those things which we ask faithfully we may obtain effectually, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that both our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time and rest in quietness for the merits of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Light our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy, defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. O Almighty God and merciful Father, to whom alone belong the issues of life and death, Look down from heaven, we humbly beseech thee, with the eyes of mercy, upon this child I'll see, now lying upon the bed of sickness. Visit her, O Lord, with thy salvation. Deliver her in thy good appointed time from her bodily pain, and save her soul for thy mercy's sake, that if it shall be thy pleasure to prolong her days here on earth, she may live to thee, and be an instrument of thy glory, by serving thee faithfully and doing good in her generation. Or else receive her into those heavenly habitations, with the souls of those who sleep in the Lord Jesus enjoy perpetual rest and felicity. Grant this, O Lord, for thy mercy's sake, in the same thy Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the Holy Ghost, ever one God, world without end. O Lord and giver of life, receive our prayer for Hannah and for the child she is carrying, that they may safely come to the time of birth and serving thee in all things, may rejoice in thy tender care. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost, be with us all evermore. Amen. Please join me in the fourth verse of hymn 382. O Trinity of love and power, our brethren shield in dangers are From rock and tempest, fire and foe Protect them wheresoe'er they go Thus evermore shall rise to thee Glad hymns of praise from land and see on 